Are you ready? Welcome to another episode of the Around the CFL Podcast. AP here with you on this last day of the 2022 CFL season. On today's show, we will take a look back at the week that was with the East and West final matchups and a look ahead to the 109th Grey Cup in Regina this coming Sunday. But before that, here is the news. The CFL announced last week that there will be major changes to the annual combine starting in 2023. A new expanded and restructured combine will take place on March 22nd to 26th at the Commonwealth Stadium Fieldhouse in Edmonton and will feature roughly 100 national and global prospects. A now five-day event will include the traditional first two days of medicals, measurements, and athlete testing, followed by three days of on-field practice. The individual drills and one-on-ones that have been seen in past years are still happening, but will now be joined by past skeleton and inside run sessions. CFL coaches will lead positional groups with offense and defense installs as part of the new format. The league is also ending the traditional set of three regional combines, which helped to highlight these under-the-radar athletes, and will now be hosting a single individual super-regional combine at the University of Waterloo's Faridon Hamdulufer Field House in early March, as well as introducing a kicking combine in January taking place in San Diego, California. In other news, the Hamilton Tiger Cats have acquired the rights to Calgary Stampeders quarterback Bo Levi Mitchell. The Tiger Cats send a 2023 third round draft pick, a 2024 fifth round draft pick, and a future consideration, which ultimately is a player to be decided on at a later date. Mitchell is a pending free agent this offseason. He is expected to sign a new contract in Hamilton, but there isn't a guarantee. A day after his rights were sent to Hamilton, Mitchell stated that he still wants to test the free agent market and what potential offers will be out on the table. If Hamilton does sign Mitchell, though, to an extension, the team will likely be forced to release current starting quarterback Dane Evans, or at least significantly restructure his current contract. On Monday, Tom Brady, who is arguably the greatest quarterback of all time, became the first quarterback to win a game in four different countries after beating the Seattle Seahawks in Germany. On his Let's Go podcast, Brady said he hoped he can get to go play in the CFL at some point and really see what he can make of himself because things have gone pretty well outside of the U.S., he joked. I've been around long enough to see these international games take place. It's like on the Epcot Center of quarterbacks. And uh, it was really fun to be a part of it. And I think the fact that I'm undefeated outside the U.S., I'm hoping I can get to go play in the CFL at some point and uh, really see what I can make of myself up there because things have gone pretty well outside the country. Lions quarterback and Victoria, B.C. native Nathan Rourke could be heading south of the border. ESPN's Adam Schefter reported that Rourke will begin workouts for NFL teams beginning next week. Rourke remains under contract with the Lions through next season, though all CFL players are permitted to depart for the NFL via the window that was established back in 2019. 
He was very emotional after the West final loss and told reporters he hasn't ruled out a return to the Lions in 2023. The six foot two passer was a three year starter at Ohio University before coming to the CFL. And staying with the BC Lions, longtime defensive back Delvin Bro Sr. announced his retirement. The 33 year old signed with Hamilton in 2013 after a stint with the New Orleans Voodoo of the Arena Football League. In 2014, Bro signed with the New Orleans Saints of the NFL and started all 16 games. The New Orleans native returned to the CFL with Hamilton in 2018 and was named an East Division All-Star. He retired from the league in 2021 but returned to the league again in 2022 and signed with the BC Lions where he started 9 games and recorded 23 tackles and a forced fumble. But then he suffered a season-ending injury at the midway point of the season. This past Sunday saw two really good football games which has now cleared the way for Grey Cup 109. We start in Toronto where it was the Montreal Alouettes taking on the hometown Toronto Argonauts. from 2017. He was a backup behind Ricky Ray. We'll get to start in the Grey Cup. In the return of running back Andrew Harris, it was only fitting that he opened up the scoring. It was 24-13 Argos at the end of the half, but then back came those Alouettes in the third to make it a three-point game at 24-21. After trading field goals late in the third, it was then McLeod Bethel-Thompson finding Curly Gittens Jr. in the end zone on the last play of the third quarter to make it 34-24. But in the end, it was the Argos punching their ticket and winning 34-27. McLeod Bethel-Thompson threw two TDs and nearly 300 yards, while backup QB Chad Kelly also threw for one touchdown. Andrew Harris had a TD in his return, and A.J. Ouellette caught a TD for the very strong Toronto backfield. Montreal's Trevor Harris had a really good day in a losing effort, going 25 for 30 with 362 yards and a touchdown. Running back William Stanback had 12 carries for 84 yards and a touchdown, while receiver Tyson Philpott led the way for Montreal with 8 catches for 127 yards and a touchdown as well. The Argonauts have now punched their ticket like I said, and Andrew Harris is going for his third Grey Cup appearance. They will be heading to Regina to take on the winner of the West Final. Densky and shown in the slot to his left. Kolaris on a second and nine over the middle. 
That's complete down inside the 10, all the way to the end zone, untouched, touchdown, Winnipeg. An early bird special from Dalton Show, and the Bombers go on top. Whoa, and now it's blocked. Bombers special teams, that's the job. They'll hop all over it. After review, we have Major Foul rushing the kicker. side of the field looking for a little bit of room he's got it stays on his feet and he'll take it down to midfield Janarian Grant on the near side he'll take it down inside the 40 gets around the top Grant's gonna take it to the 20 to the 10 he's done it again got a flag in sight Janarian Grant takes it to the house Legio extra point and he yanks it wide left second extra point that he missed so far here today Williams trying to find some room on the far side of the field and he might have something here. Terry Williams has something cooking. He'll take it just outside the 40, all the way up to the 50. One man to beat cuts inside of the 20. Williams is going to go. Are you kidding me? Terry Williams, midfield goal. All the way to the house on the extra point miss. Lions need three here from the Winnipeg 14. Four. Gets it away just in time. Holland touchdown. down. The BC Postseason, 2.43 on the clock. That's going to do it. The drive to a dynasty stays alive for the Bombers as they seal away a 28-20 victory. In the West Final, it was the BC Lions traveling to Winnipeg to take on the reigning and defending back-to-back champs, the Blue Bombers. The weather was exactly as you would expect for Winnipeg in late November. It was 19-8 at the half for Winnipeg and they went on to win the game and their third straight West Division title, 28-20. This game got weird really quickly. After the Bombers struck first on a 2nd and 9 TD pass to Dalton Schoen, the Bombers then blocked the BC Lion punt, but that was not to be. A flag was thrown out. And there was a very, very questionable contacting the kicker call, which gave BC the first down. After all that, the Lions have to punt, but it slips through Janarian Grant's hands and goes off his foot, and and the Lions then jump on it in the red zone. The weather certainly wasn't helping on a BC fumble either. Early in the second quarter, Janarian Grant made up for the previous oops by returning a flint-off punt 92 yards for the touchdown. But that still wasn't the end of the special teams battle. Midway through the third quarter, after a Winnipeg touchdown, Legio missed the extra point, and BC returner Terry Williams returns it 126 yards to the house for the two-point convert. It was a back-and-forth battle, but the Bombers came out on top at the end of the day and are now headed to Mosaic Stadium to take on the Argos for the Grey Cup, which takes place in Regina this coming Sunday. Well, that is it for the show today. Please go on Instagram and follow us at Around the CFL Podcast. And also give us a five-star rating wherever you get your podcasts from. We will be back again this weekend for another episode for a Grey Cup preview. We'll see you later.